Welcome to the Braxton Wheeler Show, recorded live throughout the week, bringing you all the up-to-date baseball content and all the hot topics you need to hear. On this show, I don't sugarcoat stories. I tell them how they are and how they should be consumed. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Find this podcast on my Twitter page at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X 26. If you have an opinion or disagree with something I say, be sure to message me and I'll be sure to put you on the show. What is going on everyone? I hope all of you are having a great um, start to your weekend. Um, It is February 15th and it is around... I think it's around 7.30 p.m. tonight, so any updates that we have on the podcast, um, that is the time where I am beginning to record this. Hey, look, it's a, it's a weird night to, to do a podcast. It's a Saturday night, but I had to do one. You know, I mean, I had to do one. Anyone that's a fan of the MLB, um, you know, you, you have to talk tonight about what exactly is going on. Anyway, before we jump into the podcast, this is now going to be 100% called the Braxton Wheeler's Show. I know it has probably been relatively confusing lately um, because I think this is probably the third straight episode where I've called this show something different um, each time. And the reason being is um, I had one or two people that were searching for the show and they couldn't find it because, you know, they were typing, you know, whether it was MLB Insider or, um, you know, around the league, you know, how our, how, how the podcast has been. Um, we probably started up, I think, in right, right around... Um, probably the middle of the season last year. So we've, I mean, I bet I've made 20, 30 episodes, but anyway, we are going, this podcast is now going to be fully called Braxton Wheeler Show. And if you want to find this, be sure to search for Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts as the Braxton Wheeler Show. So right now I have an announcement. Um, the, the podcast is only going to be on Spotify for probably the next couple of days. What I'm doing is I'm using a new app um, to record this podcast. It should give me some different features and kind of take it the next step into podcasting. So um, I think it's going to be a good addition to the show. And anyway, I have to get it reapproved for Apple. And what's going to happen is I guess all the episodes that I made um, on the other app will be a kind of a different, a different show. Um, so, you know, if you have subscribed, you're probably going to have to do it again um, just because, you know, um, I don't think the two apps are corresponding with each, with each other. Um, relatively well but hey I know you didn't tune in to listen to all that just be sure to know that the show is called Braxton Wheeler show full-time now and um, I'm excited because the season's about to get kicked off and we're going to have a ton of different shows coming up and especially with this new app Anchor um, there's going to be a lot of different opportunities for some cool effects and stuff so anyway reason I'm recording tonight on, on a Saturday night is there's no way that if I wait two or three more days the way this uh, the way the Astros cheating scandal has been developing, there's no way I would be able to keep up with everything. So I thought about recording this morning. I started to make a little bit, and then I kind of realized I saw these other guys like Chris Bryan and um, I saw Carlo, uh, Carlos Correa come out and make a statement, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait till this develops throughout the day and then record one tonight, and then we'll go from there. So anyway, we're going to do a quick little song break. Um, and when we come back, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about, or what is what we're going to be talking about. I haven't even touched on the Astro scandal whatsoever. Um, I've kind of been waiting for everything to settle, all the rumors to settle, um, the commissioner to make his, make his statements, and then I figured I was going to go from there. So anyway, this is the Braxton Wheeler Show, and we will be right back. 
All right, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Braxton Wheeler, and we are going to be talking about the Astros scandal, cheating scandal. Look, I'm not going to, like I said, my podcast, I'm going to tell you exactly what, how my opinion is and how I think that every all the news should be consumed. Well, I'm not going to explain to you exactly what happened. Of course, if you're a fan of baseball and you're listening to this podcast, you know that the Astros were involved in a cheating scandal. Um, they were banging on trash cans, using the center field cameras multiple different ways. Um, to pick up the sign from the catcher and whatever the pitch may be, they were they were relaying a signal by banging on a trash can. So before I did this podcast today or started recording, I I went back and I wanted to you know give myself give myself knowledge on the situation again. I watched 25 minutes um, combined of the Astros um, banging on the trash cans from the 2017 um, season. So when I watch these clips, and I suggest you do the same thing, all you got to do is type on YouTube, make sure it's a good source. I can't remember the source it was, but I mean, it was definitely not edited whatsoever. It was just a bunch of clips of the entire at-bat, not just the pitches that they banged on the trash can, but the entire at-bat of the Houston Astros um, banging on the trash can scandal. So the reason I went back and, and viewed all that is I wanted to watch 25 minutes or a long segment of these at-bats and really get an idea, I wanted to try to put myself inside the Astros hitter's head. Um, I wanted to put myself also inside of the pitcher's head and see the reactions. Because you know when you put all this stuff together, you're going to get a lot of different reactions from whether it's the batter, whether it's the manager, whether it's the, the, um, the pitcher. So first thing I want to talk about is exactly these videos. If you go watch them, it's very simple how it worked. Um, you would see obviously somebody was in the, whether in the clubhouse, dugout, back of the dugout, watching the video. And what they would do is they, with, a, with no runner on second, of course, um, they would take a sign, they would see a sign. On a fastball, they would not bang on the trash can. They would not do it. Um, I, think every, I think they didn't make any mistakes with that either. There was maybe one or two I saw on the 25-minute clip where they actually made a mistake um, with that. But anyway, you watch the clips, and you see that any time a slider was coming, they banged on the trash can. To me, it looked like... Every time that they were banging on a trash can was just sliders. It almost seems like they, they stayed away from the change-ups. Um, they might have been thrown in one or two there. But every time a slider was coming, you just hear the bang, bang and every every single time. So, And what really, really, really made me mad when I was watching these videos is some of these pitchers are throwing. I mean, you can. it is just so obvious to tell how much the cheating affect this, the games. And I can't even imagine how much it, it, it changed the entire dynamic of the season in so many different ways um, for the Astros. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pretty much it damaged the game so much. You know, you would see these Astros players waiting. Like, you can almost tell that they were, they were waiting for the sign. And sometimes if the sign came too late, it almost like they looked at the dugout, you know, mad at the other players. They didn't give them the s- sign quick enough. But... Anyway, you see some of these takes that these guys were taking. I mean, 89 to 91 mile an hour sliders that are just insane. On one two counts, beautiful sliders that are buried slightly right at the bottom of the right at the bottom of the zone. That on any day a pitcher is going to get a swing and a miss, and if anything, a foul ball. And these guys were just taking it like it was nothing. So um, that right there was it's just go watch that. That's kind of what I'm going to start out with this. Go watch that 25 minute video and then come back and listen to this podcast because it will give you a better understanding and an idea of where the players were at. Um, second thing is you could really see the reaction on the pitchers' faces um, when when this was happening. They could, you could almost tell that they were like, "Man, how are these guys not taking swinging these pitches?" Some of them they weren't even budging at the pitches. You know, weren't even giving a reaction at the, at the slider. So. 
that go watch the video. It, it's it's an, it's great to see and try to put yourself inside the Astros hitter head, hitter's head, excuse me. And you almost like want to lick your lips at these pitches. You know, when I didn't hear a bang of the trash can, right? Um, it could be a one-one count, whatever one-two count, and I didn't see. I didn't hear the bang of the trash can, and I just, I'm ready for the fastball. And you just see some of these guys just absolutely destroy the ball. Bregman, um, I think it was against the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, it was a 4-2 to two game, and they used the, the they were, there was no way on earth they were winning that game unless they banged on the trash cans that, that in, in a particular game. There was multiple at-bats in a row where they used the cheating, and um, they definitely had, a, had the advantage to win the game there. So, look, it's sickening. Um, it's, it's not fair. And let's, let's jump into the second point here. Um, this is, this is really where I made this podcast for is you have these guys for the Houston Astros. Okay. When this first came out, they had multiple different chances, multiple different chances and times that they could have publicly seemed definitely more, um, that their apology meant something. You know, these guys aren't sorry because they got, that they did this. They're sorry because they got caught. And the worst part of it is, is if we, if we as a community never would have hopped onto this, they probably would have kept doing it in 2020. You know, the commissioner caught them cheating in 2017, 18. Um, excuse me. And the, the worst part is you see these, you see today, Carlos Correa, he doesn't even seem like he, he did something wrong. Yeah, he says he's sorry, and he says this, but he's talking about how he earned, that they still earned the World Series championship. And he don't get me wrong, Carlos Correa, he was really intelligent. He came up with some great points. He broke down every single scenario throughout the World Series. And the Dodgers, he has some good, valid points. He has some really good, valid points. But don't be fooled. These guys cheated. Um, you know, it, it, it shows further. Every single day, it just shows how they don't get it. They don't really understand. Like they did so much damage to this game. Um, it's just it's a part of what they did to the game and how they didn't play fair. And I just don't understand how the MLB doesn't take away this championship because they didn't take away the championship and they haven't punished these players individually yet. One or the other is going to have to give. It truly is. And until that happens, I think it's going to be a really really dangerous situation for the Astros come 2020 because you see Cody Bellinger. What he said um, yesterday really opened up the floodgates, in my opinion. I put on Twitter, Cody Bellinger saying this is going to open up the floodgates for other guys to come out and make statements, and that's really what's happened. Chris Bryant said something today. Jack Flaherty put up a tweet today like, give us the facts then, Correa. You know, give us the facts. Um, Also, you see Marcus Stroman, um, Tommy Pham uh, put up a clown picture of Carlos Correa today. Um, You know, in, in... one thing I will say is I give props to Correa for at least coming out and giving us information. Some type of information. He claims up and down that there was no buzzers. Um, everyone should know by now. Um, Jose Altuve, walk-off home run to go to the World Series, right? The last thing you should be thinking about in the moment is worrying about someone taking off your shirt, ripping off your shirt. Um, and sure enough, he's coming around, rounding third base, coming home, and he's pleading to everybody on his team, hey, don't take off my shirt, don't take off my shirt. Now reports have came out. The first reports that came out said that his wife did not like that the first time that they did that earlier in the year when Correa ripped off his shirt. Um, and then now, and now Correa said today that he had a really bad tattoo 
and that he didn't want anyone seeing this particular tattoo. But then, months later, in July of 2019, there was a picture of some of the guys on the club with their, with their shirts off at the beach, and you see no signs of a tattoo whatsoever. So, look, somebody's lying. There's somebody that's got to be lying here. I think the worst, the worst part is it's just, the worst part is just we don't really know about the buzzers. And it's really, really, because if the buzzers come into effect here, I think that they're looking at a year or two ban. I truly do, because that's in a different element. That's an entire different element. Um, and I'm not going to speculate and say that there were buzzers. I do not know. But I do think the MLB needs to open up a, some type of a better investigation on it. Um, and that's just where I stand on that. Also, I know we're kind of sporadic. I'm really sporadic with where I'm going with this, but um, that's kind of the way this podcast was put together because these MLB players, these guys are coming out um, one by one, just hitting on more things. But Carlos Correa, was he was ripping Cody Bellinger. Um, he was really passionately trying to defend Jose Altuve and says that they deserve their 2017 title. Um, in Kurt, Carlos Correa's statement, he said, you should be informed before you talk about other players. If you don't know the facts, then you you should got to shut the blank up, F word up. So that right there, when I saw that, I was watching the interview, you know, I was like, wow. I think Ken Rosenthal did a fantastic job. Some people were saying he's too soft on Correa. That's, that's the wrong by saying that. <clears throat> um, I think David Freeze is one of the guys saying that he was being really soft, but, um, you know, to get somebody like Correa to keep talking and give us bits and information, you got to be, you got to conduct the interview in a way that they will continue to talk. And I think that Ken did a fantastic job of that. But anyway, with Correa practically telling Bellinger, you know, to shut the f up, like that, that right there, it, it it's almost like it's going to get personal at this point. But you no, know, Correa had just I'd say one or two good points there. One. With the with the with the World Series, and he kind of went through the scenarios and how the runners were on second base, and yeah, the Dodgers left a lot of guys and runners in scoring position. But I think his his worst point of the entire interview was when he was talking about how he shouldn't they don't he doesn't believe that they should lose the respect of the other players. And when I when I heard that, it really shook me because he's talking about how it's America and you have freedom of speech and that you, um, it's almost sounded like a political statement saying how these guys, um, people make mistakes and you shouldn't lose their respect. Carlos Correa, let me tell you something, man, like for whatever it's worth, that's not the way it works. You know, you really, your team, you really hurt this game. And you got these guys laying it out on the line every night, fighting 91 mile an hour sliders off from some of the best pitchers in the world, the best pitchers in the world. And you expect that you guys are over here stealing signs from center field on a nightly basis, hurting people's reputations in the league, hurting people's paychecks in the league, hurting people's ERAs in the league, hurting people's chances to to stay in the majors in this league, guys that have worked their entire life to get an opportunity to pitch in the league, you are hurting their their livelihood. And anytime you get that involved is just insane. And the fact that Correa believes it, he did not think that they should lose respect is outright ridiculous. I personally do not know if I'm ever going to gain the respect of these guys ever again. Um, whether it's Correa, whether it's Springer, whether it's Beltron, 
whether it's Evan Gaddis, whether it's just all these guys, and Altuve, even Altuve, I get that he's trying to stick up for his boy, and maybe he has some truth with it that Altuve didn't want to actually, you know, um, use the cheating. You know, he Correa said that he said, no, he doesn't want to play the game that way, and he's a humble guy, and I believe he is a humble guy. But at the same time, Aaron Judge should have won that MVP that year, now knowing with what occurred. And whether Altuve used the sign stealing or not, and whether he, he took part in the trash cans um, being hit, um, there is no way that anyone can tell me that he deserved that MVP. Um, because his stats his stats were definitely boosted because of his teammates cheating. If you have Bregman in batting before Altuve, you know, and he gets on base because of a sign cheating and you hit a home run and you gain that RBI or you rip a double down the line and you gain that RBI, your stats are then boosted because your teammates were cheating. So there's no way around any of this. You're When you're cheating, you're cheating. When you hurt the game, you hurt the game. When you're not fair, you're not fair. And, um, you know, that's, that is the biggest deal out of all of this is the fact that the integrity of the game was really hurt. It was really hurt. And, um... It's just, as a, as a whole situation, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Um, I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and I'm going to give you my closing thoughts on exactly this situation. So keep it right here. This is the Braxton Wheeler Show. All right, welcome back to the Braxton Wheeler Show. Um, hey, I hope you guys, I didn't say much about the intro, but we kind of have an intro there now. So hey, there's going to be some really cool additions coming up um, this season um, with with this, uh, with this podcast, uh, there's, I think there's actually a chance, you know, if you build a big enough fan base, you can start somehow getting some revenue off here. Um, if you promote the show and promote the, the source that you're using. So I'm excited for that. And this, this app definitely has, has some good features. So anyway, I hope you're enjoying the show and be sure since this is now going to have to pretty much start over with new subscribers and stuff, be sure to rate review and subscribe right now. We're on Spotify. Um, and I'll, I'll make a podcast and let you know when we're on Apple. So anyway, Last thing I want to say before I get out of here, and I want to talk about Jim Crane, and this is kind of leading off of what Cody Bellinger said last night. Look, I'm not – you got you heard what Cody Bellinger said yesterday talking about how um, Jim Crane, if you don't know who Jim Crane is, he's the Astros owner, um, and, the, and he was pretty much saying how it was weak and um, everything like that. And I totally agree with Bellinger, and I totally disagree with Correa by saying that he doesn't – about the – he don't know facts and stuff like that. Look, Cody Bellinger is a face of this league. If Cody Bellinger has something that he wants to say, then he can say it, and any of these guys in the league can say it. So, um, anyway, Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros, said that this didn't impact the game. Okay? Jim Crane – let me say that one more time – the owner of the Houston Astros – the owner of a Major League Baseball team said that this didn't impact the game. Okay, Carlos Correa in this, Ken Rosenthal did a good job. He brought this point up and kind of stopped Correa in his tracks and said, hey, look, your owner said that this didn't impact the game. And Correa started then talking about how Jim Crane doesn't play baseball and he doesn't know the game like you can. And he said, you don't know, he doesn't play the game like me. Give me a break, Carlos Correa. He was pretty much trying to make an excuse for his owner. And I mean, look, maybe he had to in a way because it's his owner. But in a, he, he, he virtually was saying that Jim Crane didn't understand baseball enough to say that this was affecting the game, that this was affecting the game. You know, 
You were the owner of the Fran. You were owner of the team. You were higher than Carlos Correa. You're higher than Jose Altuve. You own the club. You're the one that made the decision to fire AJ Hinch. You know, you're the one that made these decisions. And the fact that he says this didn't impact the game, and then right after he said that, he then follows it up and was like, well, I didn't say that it didn't impact the game. And he just completely got himself in a bad situation. This is the problem that we are having as MLB fans looking on the outside of them, uh, on the outside in. You know, we see these guys who completely hurt the reputation of baseball, and they're pretty much saying back to everyone, to shove it up, you know, shove it up yours. And it's not how this should work. Um, they got caught cheating. They got caught cheating. They got caught doing something that hurt the game, hurt the league, hurt people's paychecks, hurt people's reputations, including theirs, and they're kind of being bitter toward it. The only apology I've seen that I truly liked was Jake Marisnik today. Of course, he's with the New York Mets now. And his, you go listen to it. It is a quick clip. I'm, you can find a, you can find a clip on Twitter, Facebook, anything, you know. And he vet, he just seemed apologetic and emotional, and he was very sincere. That's really all we wanted the entire time. Um, the problem is when you when you do something like this, and you're so bitter, it's gonna do nothing but make things worse, and it's gonna prolong this thing because in 2020, any time that you can write a story out and continue to post on social media, then you better better guarantee that our society is going to do it, and that's exactly what we're seeing now. And the players are about had enough. They're getting pissed off. Cody Bellinger's mad. Chris Bryant's mad. Everyone in the league is upset, and I am telling you it's going to be scary to see when these guys get in the box in 2020 unless they do something and change the way they view the situation and their statements. Okay, so that's all I have. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, right now, like I said, we're on Spotify. Go on there, rate, review, and subscribe. Um, I have no clue when the next podcast will be. We're probably making around two to three a week right now. It just depends when news breaks. And um, anyway, have a good weekend, and I will see you guys next week.